Welcome to PyPod Chronicles, a series that brings our tech blog to life in a whole new way. Covering an array of topics surrounding Python and tech, from programming tips, best practices, and so much more. Let's get immersed in Python with the Nerd Nook on the go. Welcome back to PyPod Chronicles, guys. If you've been keeping up with my blog, I surely hope you have, then you already know me. I'm Rusty Raccoon. But as always, the podcast is also new. So if you're new here, I'm Josh, your host, and I'm stoked to have you guys here. Here I am, already in episode 16, and I gave this one the title of Unraveling the Best Python GUI Frameworks. In the past few episodes, I've really dived into some of PyQt, which is a framework that allows you to build web applications in Python. Well, in this episode, I want to dive into why PyQt and tkinter are different and the benefits to both of these GUI frameworks in Python. I'm excited for this episode. Before I jump into today's episode, I just want to let you guys know that I have made you guys a handcrafted Python guide absolutely free, and I give this to all my students on the first day of class. All you got to do to pick yourself up a copy is head over to the Nerd Nook, my blog, and subscribe for free. Once you subscribe, the guide is yours. Head over and check it out now. When it comes to creating graphical user interfaces, or more specifically, GUI for Python applications, there are two leading contenders in the field today. We have PyQt and tkinter. Now, as developers, we're often finding ourselves faced with these challenges of choosing the right framework that not only provides good user experience, because remember, that's key, but we also want to choose a framework that helps us achieve better search rankings for your projects on platforms like Google. If you're creating a windowed application, you want to get that out to a greater audience. So you need to choose the right framework, but it also has to provide a good user experience because who's going to use your app if it's not looking good? In today's episode, I'm going to dive into the world of the difference between PyQt and tkinter. I'm going to compare their features, performance, and their capabilities, all in order to assist you in making informed decisions for your Python GUI projects. Let me kick things off with PyQt. This is really the powerhouse of Python GUI frameworks. PyQt is a robust and versatile toolkit for Python applications. It is a set of Python bindings for the Qt application. Now, Qt is actually a framework that was originally coded in C++. PyQt is a bridge between C++ and Python, allowing us to use the Qt framework. It provides really great cross-platform compatibility, which allows you to use these apps on any device. And it has a lot of features that are built in that help us nowadays as well. Some key features of PyQt. I'm going to kick things off here in no particular order. Remember that. Number one, extensive documentation. Now, I'm not going to lie, I've been coding for a while, and reading documentation is a skill that takes time to learn. One of the most remarkable aspects of PyQt is its unparalleled and extensive documentation. For developers, this is like a treasure chest of knowledge because it's like a guiding light. 
It ensures a smooth and productive development process. This approach not only helps you and beginners grasp the fundamentals of PyQt, but it also empowers experienced developers to explore the full potential of this incredible framework. All right, going on, the native look and feel. Now, this library, this framework, it leverages the strength of the Qt framework. One of the standout features of PyQt is its ability to adopt the native look and feel of the underlying operating system across various platforms. So when users interact with PyQt applications, they're going to be met with a seamless interface that most people are already familiar with, no matter if you're on a Windows, a Mac, or a Linux. PyQt comes with a lot of widgets. Now, literally speaking, a widget is just an object on your app screen. So it could be a button, a label, a text box, a table, right? Anything like that is a widget. Now, PyQt has a lot of ready-to-use widgets that just expedite your development process. And it really allows you to focus on perfecting the user experience without getting bogged down in reinventing the wheel. Because, <laughs> come on, who wants to reinvent the wheel? It's been done. Don't do that. The final two here, the signal and slot mechanism. So what I mean by this is PyQt signal and slot mechanisms are like the backbone, and it allows for seamless communication between multiple GUI elements. So it's basically the events in PyQt. When you click a button, you want to connect to something. That's what that means. And as I've previously mentioned, PyQt excels in cross platform support because you can use it on Windows, Mac, or Linux. All right, so that wrapped up PyQt, but a few of those also relate to the next framework. The other framework you could use for Python GUI is called tkinter. This is Python's standard GUI toolkit. It is included with most Python installations already, so you don't actually have to install it, but just double check to make sure you have it because tkinter is based on the tkgui toolkit which originated as a GUI for the TCL scripting language. So once again, tkinter is almost like a bridge. Right? That's what makes Python so unique. We can use our native preferred language to create these apps based on bridged frameworks. Let me talk about some of the key features that this framework tkinter is going to provide for you. Once again, no particular order, the ease of use. This framework has earned a well-deserved reputation for its simplicity and ease of use, and that's why it's a favored choice for a lot of developers, especially those who are just starting their journey in windowed application development. Its straightforward syntax and minimal learning curve serve as a welcoming entry point into the world of GUI development. So it's really user-friendly, especially if you already understand the foundations and fundamentals of Python, don't jump into something too intense. This is a good bridge to get you going down a path that you may really enjoy, which is app development. Number two, tkinter is lightweight. Because it's a part of Python's standard library, it's inherently lightweight, ensuring that your applications are efficient and nimble. Because of their lightweight nature, this has its advantages when developing applications with limited resources like on embedded systems or devices with modest processing power. That's where this lightweight framework could actually excel. Moving on to number three, the platform independence, right? So just like PyQt, 
you can use this on any operating system. So if you're really bogged down between those two, it doesn't matter, right? I can use it on a Windows, a Mac, a Linux, doesn't matter. Another key point is the option for customizable widgets. Now, of course, tkinter provides the basic set of widgets out of the box, but another key thing it actually allows you to do is it offers the flexibility for you to customize the widgets to match your specific design requirements by tweaking, you know, fonts, colors, layout configurations. You can craft your personalized user interfaces that are going to reflect your brand or your project's purposes. Now, this relates pretty close to PyQt2, although there are some slightly different things we can do. And my last point here for tkinter is it's open source and active community. So while the documentation is not as in-depth as PyQt, it still has a really active community. And this ensures that the framework remains up to date and reliable as Python changes as well. Now, I might be a bit biased, but I do use PyQt quite a lot. When it comes to comparing performance, PyQt's performance is exceptional, and this is because of the underlying foundation, Qt. Qt is known for its well-optimized and its efficient nature, so PyQt's capability to utilize hardware, accelerate smooth rendering, as well as your CPU usage. The performance of tkinter well, it's lightweight and straightforward. However, it's going to face some performance issues when handling complex projects. So anything complex, I would lean a bit more towards PyQt. When choosing a GUI framework, it's also really important to consider the level of support and the size of the community. Right Now, both of these are pretty good. So PyQt, it shines in terms of extensibility due to its seamless integration with QT. So like developers in C++, they're going to update the framework and then developers in Python are going to match that, right? So it's like two people in two different programming languages who are constantly updating the language to give more contributions to it. That's great. Uh, tkinter, right, because it's a part of Python standard library, it has the backing of the Python community. Now, this is also great because you can find a lot of forums, tutorials, and pretty decent documentation as well, right? That's always out there. Fear not, guys. I'm going to wrap things up for this episode. Now, I've touched on two frameworks. Both of these frameworks are used to build apps, windowed applications in Python. Most of my projects, I have a long history with PyQt. And PyQt, there are a lot of options for customization. Now, it might be a bit of a steep learning curve, but I promise you that it's going to be worth your time down the long run. If you're just getting started, I would recommend the tkinter route because it's already a part of Python, right? The learning curve is not overly steep, but it's still going to challenge you, and you can still use natively what you've been learning through Python. PyQt has a lot of robust features, exceptional performance, and extensive documentation. This makes it an excellent choice for more complex and feature-rich projects. On the other hand, tkinter's simplicity, ease of use, and lightweight nature make it a preferred option for smaller applications or beginner developers. But ultimately, crew, 
The choice between these two depends on your specific needs of your project, your level of expertise, and your desired performance. Consider the complexity of your application and also the level of community support for your project's goals. Right? That's great. So at the end of the day, which is better for beginners? There's no right answer for that. They're both suitable for beginners. Tkinter is simple and easy to use. It's ideal for starters. PyQt has more features, though, and it's better for advanced projects. So if you don't want to learn both, and you know this is a path you want to follow, I might lean more towards PyQt. Guys, I know the last few episodes have been a bit more advanced, and I do like to focus on guiding beginners to get you guys a solid foundation. In the coming episodes, I have put together a seven-step series of what my students go through from start to finish. And if you can master these, you're well on your way. And those episodes are going to be coming up shortly, so stay tuned. That's all for now. Thank you guys for tuning in for this episode of PyPod Chronicles. And be sure to check out the blog if you're looking for more. And if you want that handcrafted Python guide, the link is in the description. Until next time... I will see you guys in the next episode.